Hey, hey, hey! Welcome all you Courageous Cause Champions! Today's the day to get courageous! We are live in the morning and walking on the treadmill. Let me double check my, my volume here. I'm going to take the microphone up a little bit. Sorry, I didn't do that ahead of time. I usually try and get that. Oh, there we go. Oh, there's going to be a lot of back. Maybe not. I'm hoping the, with that said, the background noise when I listen to this isn't too bad. Anyway, today is day 52, episode 52 of the Couch to 5A podcast. This is Lady Friedrich coming to you live from Royal Oak, Michigan. It was really warm yesterday. Got up into the 40s and um, my neighbor next door was so sweet. She gives me a text message and says, hey, do you want me to put some uh, salt um, on the sidewalk, on your sidewalk? And I was like, huh, I guess it's a good day to get rid of the slushy stuff on the sidewalk. So I said, no, I've got some, I'll take care of it. And I ended up just kind of scraping the um, slushy stuff off anyway, so I didn't have to put any toxins in our environment. So that made me feel really good. And that ties in, oh, we're on day 29 of the Change the World in 80 Days. Woohoo! we're almost to day three zero. Can you believe it? Oh my gosh. So today's topic is the energetic cavalry has arrived. Remember all those old cheesy Western movies that you used to watch and everything is really tense and the bad guys and the good guys and all of a sudden, trumpets blaring, the cavalry comes riding over the hill. Now this is way before I knew anything, way before I knew about animal exploitation. And I had a horse for many years, so I didn't realize um, until I became vegan and embraced the vegan lifestyle about exploiting horses. So obviously I would never be a horse owner again unless it's just to have them in a little sanctuary. Um, and of course in those movies it was stereotypically, you know, Indians against the cowboys and Indians were the bad guys. So yeah, terrible, terrible, terrible stereotypes. Why did we do that? Anyway, I looked up online and turns out, I, I just kind of skimmed through Wikipedia, and the fact of the cavalry coming and saving the day was really more of a Hollywood thing um, because it made for some big drama and they could ride in fast, so everybody gets all excited. Um, but it didn't look like as I was scrolling through that there were any particular battles where that was really a thing. So I don't know, maybe there were. Oh, the other thing, for those of you who are watching the video, and those of you who are listening to the podcast, I will describe it. On my right-hand side, right there's a wall right next to me on this treadmill. After I moved around my family room, which I love, love, love this new layout, um, there's a picture on the, an ink, um, an ink drawing with that's colored in with. Um, I think they used colored pencil, maybe, um, of a street scene in old Quebec City in Quebec, Canada. And I did a summer study there one summer, and then for, I think, six weeks. And then I also went a few years ago and took my mom there on a vacation. Anyway, this is uh, Place d'Arm, I think. Anyway, it's like the main grassy area out in front of like their city hall, I think. Um, and I can actually see there's a there's space between two of these buildings. It's a street scene with two buildings. Um, and in between two of the buildings, there's a, a gap. And in that area is where the artist who I bought this print from was set up. There's all this, um, it's kind of like a narrow side, it's like a side street in between the buildings. And it's beautiful. It's all, you know, cobblestone streets and gorgeous. And one of the, there are two really precious memories I have from being in Quebec. Um, this is a side note, we aren't even on the topic of the day yet, but I have to walk on this treadmill for an hour, so this is gonna be a long podcast, so just relax. I'll get to that. Um, this is a stream of consciousness uh, podcast today, I hope you don't mind. We're just, gonna, we're just gonna go where the mind takes us. So anyway, I have, I have lots of fond memories from the trip when I was there as a French student, I remember this one guy from the south, he uh, he was kind of hitting on me. He had his car there. 
Um, most of us had just, you know, flown in from other places, and I forget which state he was from. Anyway, so he took me out a couple times, uh, which was a ton of fun, and met this woman from Toronto. I still, I'm still connected with her on LinkedIn. Super sweet. One of the things that was amazing was like, what? Uh, so we're in this, we're in Quebec, and we're all speaking French because we're supposed to be immersed. You know, we're students. And these are students from, a few of us from the United States, but most of them were from Canada because in Canada, they get to do this summer study, and it's paid for by the government so that they can help foster this bilingual um, country that they have. So it was just hilarious because we were talking French and trying to, and Quebec French is so very different from Parisian French, first of all, and the French I learned in school. When I got off that plane, I understood nothing anybody said, and I thought, what is going on? And I just, I thought it was me for weeks. And then I was walking downtown in the, about this area where this um, sketch is from, this print is from, and uh, that I heard some people from France, from Parisian France, and I knew it because I understood every single thing they were saying. And I'm like, this is why these people here in Canada have the joie. It's like the, it's like the difference between British English, which is very precise, very well articulated, tightly, tightly formed sentences. Um, more um, formal sentence structure, and then you come to the United States, and we're all like, blah, 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 blah. and then, or if you go to the South, like South um, United States, you get that that twang, blah, blah, where it's a lot of open mouth, um, and that's kind of how the difference is between Parisian French, which is like British English. It's very um, proper and precise and um, tightly articulated. And then you have Canadian French, which is this blah, blah, kind of relaxed mouth, wide open, kind of like, kind of like a southern drawl, but in French. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I stayed with the family. I had to pay extra to stay with a family there instead of in the dorm, um, which was phenomenal. They were so sweet. And I ended up, they had a, some friends of theirs staying with them who were from France, and their sons knew each other through hockey. I'm not sure how they ended up connecting, but anyway. So I'm staying there with another student. They had us in their basement. They had some rooms that they had created down there. And then this other family, husband, son, were there, hockey friends of theirs. Well, I got to know the French family, because they were there, I think, two of the six weeks I was there. And they invited me to come to France if I ever was in the continent. And uh, so the year later, when I finished my degree, sort of in August of 2000, or 1996, yep, August 96, I graduated from college. I was on the 10-year bachelor's degree plan because um, I started in my senior year in high school. Anyway, started early, ended slowly. Um, that's what happens when you're putting yourself through college. <laughs> Takes a while. And I changed my major a few times. So I called this family up and I said, hey, I'd love to come to France. And, and I went. And I went. They were so accommodating. I stayed with them in southern France. They live in a little, little village of Perpignan, very ancient village. There's a bit ancient fort or something there. And uh, it's, all, it's all kind of a blur now. It was a long time ago. And uh, I got to fly in an ultralight plane. The husband of the family that I was staying with, he had an ultralight plane. And I flew with him. I was young and foolish and naive and crazy. And I would never, ever, ever fly in an ultralight now. Um, but we, were, we flew over the Mediterranean and over vineyards and stuff. It was so amazing. I'm going to, I pulled those pictures out. I'm going to start scrapbooking some of my stuff when this. Um, business startup stuff gets a little less crazy. It's a little busy right now. Things are heating up. It's all good, all great opportunities. So I'm not complaining. So that was my, those were some of my great memories from um, 
being in Quebec, I mean, just my, my brain, there's, there's this flood coming back of going to outdoor concerts there with people from the school and the family I was with and, you know, under the stars and it's nice. Oh, and I would walk from these, this family's house to school every day and, uh, and this one instructor was hitting on me. He saw me walking around campus and uh, you should see the pictures. I, I have great legs and because uh, I walk a lot and I'm usually physically active. And I inherited my mother's beautiful legs. So um, he started talking to me and he bought me a tea and it was all funny. And I could barely, I mean, I could really barely understand what we were talking about. And, you know, when you're trying to, so I would have been, you know, early college, but, you know, early 20s. And, uh, and this guy's probably, I don't know, maybe late 20s, early 30s or something. And I, I was really, I mean, I was outgoing, but I was very shy with men back then. Super shy, super insecure. Um, so I didn't really know what to talk about. Um, so that didn't go anywhere. <laughs> but, I, you know, it was nice to be a center of attention for a few minutes. <clears throat> and then, fast forward when my mom and I went, there were a couple of wonderful moments. Um, one of them we were outside having, um, oh, that's my alarm. Sorry, that was a bleh. That's my alarm telling me to get on the treadmill. I'm already on the treadmill alarm. Thanks for the reminder. And uh, so when my mom and I were there, we were sitting outside in a cafe um, eating ice cream, of course, because this was before I was vegan. And because uh, this was in, we went in 2010. Let me think, let me think. Was that 2010? I think so, because I think I had the Bell's Palsy still. I think that's when we went. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, I'll have to look back at the pictures. But I think it was like summer of 2010 and the Bell's Palsy hit in February of 2010. Um, so my face wasn't looking that great. <laughs> but anyway, we were there drinking, um, having ice cream. And I forget why, but for some reason that reminded my mom of um, her dad. And it was so sweet. So we felt like his energetic presence there, which is going to tie into the energetic cavalry that I'm going to get to today. We are Eventually we're going to get to today's topic, but we're just taking a stroll here. So relax. There's no... There's no hurry this morning. We're only 13 minutes into an hour-long walk together. You can always you can always pause and come back later. You're going to want to hear the whole thing. <clears throat> what else was amazing when she oh when she and I were there? Uh, another flirt story. So she and I are there, and uh, wow, maybe hmm, maybe I didn't have the Bell's palsy. Where were we? That she and I went, I remember there being vacation pictures of her and me, and I had the Bell's palsy. I swore it was there. Maybe not. I, I didn't have like the full paralysis. I know that was um, when I went on vacation with my at that time boyfriend of um, in April of 2010, we went to South Beach, and those pictures are horrible to look at. Um, but I think, I think by that time, enough of it had come back, and I could, like, I knew how to kind of make like small expressions in my face, so that, because the bigger uh, expression, I haven't talked about Bell's palsy yet on this podcast, but the bigger expression I make, the more distorted my face looks, um, and I'm hoping that if I just keep making big smiles, one of these days, it's just gonna, my face is gonna get tired of restricting me, and it's just gonna break free. That's my plan. So let's let's all plan on just smiling more and talking more and being happy. And someday my face will catch back up to that. Anyway, I must have looked just fine because my mom and I were outside of one of the little cafes, uh, restaurants that we we found this one that had amazing breakfast. And this was we were still eating omnivore, so eggs and all this other stuff. And, uh, and I was drinking coffee at that time, and I'm highly sensitive to caffeine and didn't really know it or was in denial at that point. Anyway, so we're in this wonderful cafe 
Um, but anyway, we were on our way there, and uh, this guy is standing. Oh, there's a, um, um, what is it called? Criterion, Criterion, a crit, um, where it's a bike race on the streets. Um, and these streets, this is, this is not easy stuff. These are steep, steep cobblestone, like ancient cobblestone streets, serious inclines. And these, you know, professional racers are like whipping by and we're like, oh my God, this is so cool. I can't believe we were here while this is going on. And we're standing there and I see some, there's some tall man um, kind of hanging out in one of the doorways as we're watching and he starts talking to us and flirting a little bit. It was just funny because here I am in Quebec City hearing French everywhere. There's bicyclists and I wasn't into cycling I don't think yet because if this was 2010 I didn't get into it until 2011 so maybe it was a few years after that. Um, anyway and this French guy is flirting with me and oh, was, oh he was the um, owner I think of the restaurant that he was standing out in front of and uh, I don't think they were open yet I don't remember so all I remember is I was being flirted with by a Canadian French man with my mom <laughs> we had a fun we had we had did some pretty interesting things there was a we went to this other we happened upon this tasting they were doing um, out in a little like garden courtyard area of I don't know I think it might have been a whiskey's some some uh, heavy alcohol. I don't think it was bourbons because I, I like bur. I like anything that's oaky. Like I love tequila. I love oaky tequilas, and I like oaky micro brews. So I'm pretty sure it was uh, whiskey. So we did a couple of samples of that. It was fun. What else from do I remember from that Quebec trip? Um. <laughs> Yeah, I got a really nice sweater from there. My mom and I kind of got similar ones, the wool, which again, pre-vegan days. Um, and oh, not only did I buy this beautiful wool sweater that I, you know, I've, I've worn it on a couple of these, uh, at least one of these lives, and it kind of buttons across my neck, like um, for, oh, like the the high neck overlaps, and then. The sleeves come like way down, like I can roll them back one or I can roll them down and then they come way over my wrist. Super warm, except she and I discovered when we were there, they are not warm in the wind. Like the, the, there was one day where we were, we were wearing our sweaters because we thought, oh yeah, this would be good to wear our sweaters outside. No, we went to the um, area right near this, this park in this print and um, they're, uh, it's right along the St. Lawrence Seaway there. And the wind was just whipping. And we were freezing because the wind was going right through this fabric. You know, so the next day we knew we needed to wear like windbreakers because you got to break the wind. I mean, it's that wool would be fine, but you got to break the wind and then the wool will keep the warm air in and everything. We didn't know that. Um, but one of the other things I bought with that sweater is uh, this like wrap thing. Um, it goes around your head, like kind of like a crown almost. Sorry about the microphone there. Hit that with my hand. Um, and it's fox, and it was dyed this beautiful purple, um, or no mink. It's mink, and uh, I wouldn't buy that today, of course, exploiting the poor mink. But uh, I still have it. It's pretty, and uh, it makes me look like a Russian czarina. Uh, uh, if that's the word when I put it on because it like curls around it's really wide um, and it looks very, very fashionable for some era I don't know what and this hilarious when my great nieces come over because they like playing around with it too so it's kind of in the um, it's the high-end uh, top shelf uh, dress up box thing <laughs> all kinds of cheap stuff that we dress up with and and then I've got the you know very expensive mink <laughs> <laughs> head wrap. <laughs> uh, let's see, that's about it from Quebec. Let's get to the topic. We are 20 minutes in, so yeah. So today's topic is the energetic cavalry has arrived. 
what does this mean and why am I talking about this today? Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, things are energetically like swirling and moving hard and fast. I have to, have to, have to tell you the story. So um, some of you have already heard the podcast uh, interview I did with Asa Kaplan about this national popular vote interstate compact. Anyway, um, so now, at least temporarily, I am the Michigan lead, uh, just because they didn't have anybody yet. Um, there are quite a few people signed up on their, I didn't know, now I know, they have a Michigan pay, Facebook page, and I am now an administrator, and we're, uh, hey, so it was awesome, you set up this Google form and a Google Doc so we can collect their um, email addresses, so I can start getting people organized and start delegating. I'm going to just keep remembering that I am the orc, I'm the conductor, I'm the orchestrator. I am not going to be doing, doing, doing. I can only devote like maybe four to six hours a week to this thing. Let's shoot for four. So let's just try and get everybody else doing stuff because I really just want to do the speaking presentations. Now the schedules have jumped around a little bit, but I am presenting, I'm scheduled to present the PowerPoint on the national popular vote interstate compact to the Royal Oak Democrats the first Saturday in March and then the Sterling Heights Democrats oh what day did we I think that's the end of March so yeah working on that anyway Asa I had sent him the opportunity guide for the Royal Oak Democrats and said hey you know I'd love to create something like this if you can give me the descriptions of like who does what in the national popular vote um, for, for Michigan, we'll get it organized and whatever. I mean, you could probably use the sheet for anybody, any state. Anyway, so I was waiting to hear back from him, waiting to hear back from him. He and I have been back and forth on some other aspects of it. And uh, didn't hear back, didn't hear back. But then yesterday, he uh, sent it. Um, he said he was going to start working on it. And I said, oh, you know, you sent me the, the Google... Um, form, it kind of said to the volunteers, you know, do, are you interested in doing this? Are you interested in doing this? Like, are you interested in volunteering at a table at an event? Are you interested in speaking, um, using the PowerPoint? Are you interested in, you know, recruiting other volunteers, blah, 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 kind of, you know, reaching out to your family and friends, reaching out to the legislators, blah, 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 blah. There's all kinds of stuff that they can do. So I said, oh, I can take that and put it in. Well, he was already hot on the trail. Um, and he filled it out. So he is the first person, first one, who's filled out an opportunity guide other than me. Whoops, sorry. Oh my God, I got off the track there. Almost killed myself. Um, <laughs> so, but that's not the only key thing. First of all, he did this, and I was like crazy screaming, so excited that he did this. And I said, You are now an honorary member of the you are an honorary courageous cause champion he doesn't even need to go through the class he's he's got it he's just doing this but what was here's the cavalry part you're like oh, get to the point this is not a get to the point podcast people you have had all kinds of short get to the point podcast we are taking a stroll together so come on enjoy the walk uh unemotional okay listen to this Emotional, level 101. Write out the main ways that the current electoral system ends up hurting you and your community and how you feel about it. Holy cow. Like, I, I emailed him back. Well, I'll tell you, let me, I'll tell you what I emailed him back. I didn't email him, I messaged him, but, okay, so that's the first one. I'm like, wow, I would love to tell people what I feel about the different things that are important to me. He just honed in. He didn't even hear my podcast, and I don't think, and he knew to hone in on the why and share it with someone. Express this why. Why is this important to you? Wow. Wow. Huge. Okay, next thing, level 201, nurture yourself with like-minded people. Sit down for a one-on-one -on -one with a Michigan national popular vote organizer, which I am now. Whew, I have a title to share your story. So I'm gonna to get to hear people's stories. That's how I'm gonna help them connect with like-minded people. 
I don't know, I might change that because I don't want all that pressure that it's got to be me. It could just be a like-minded person. I'll have to ask him about that. I mean, I know it's good to talk to people that are at the, um, I don't want to say higher, but more more involved levels. Um, so I'll ask him if that's the reason. I mean, I would think if they could just talk amongst themselves, why wouldn't that be great? Because there's a lot of them, and I don't know that I want to have to talk to all of them. Not that I don't want to, but although, you know, if I have a team of organizers, then that makes it delegatable. <laughs> okay, 301, grow with people you know. Attend a group, call online or on your phone to connect feelings with actions. <gasps> connect feelings with actions? Who, who asked us to do that? Like, I never thought about that. That's powerful. Like, I would like to connect my feelings with my actions. I guess I'm doing it, but I'm not really doing it like, I'm not really doing it where that's acknowledged that that's what's happening. And that's the beautiful thing about what he's wrote on here. Okay. Whew. I'm going to start crying again. I cried when I read this. Wait, it gets better. Wait till you hear champion. Okay. Uh, 401, multiply with your leadership. Ask folks in your circle to go take an action with you. Example, leaving flyers at local coffee shops. Yeah, I like that. Oh, sorry about the other alarm. That is that I have a 10 o'clock meeting with Andy Meisner's campaign coordinator. Woohoo! So it's at 10 o'clock. It's 8 o'clock now. And I knew that I wanted to leave here no later than 9.30, which means i got to be in the shower no later than 8.30. So, people, yep, we're on time. Got about another half an hour left. Let's suspend together. So, I hope you're enjoying this as much as I am. I love sharing all this stuff with you all. Okay, you ready? Are you sitting down? Champion your cause to the public. Hold emotional space by. Oh, lighting's not here. Good on the treadmill. By hosting a sign, sign making party for an upcoming end. PV rally. Hold emotional space. Wow. Wow. I don't, I've never thought in terms of this thing. Like this, this opened up a whole, it opened up the emotional side of all of this to me that I just hadn't had open yet because I'm such an alpha girl. I'm so like result, 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 result. Now I cried. You know, Paul makes fun of me, I, you know, at these say, sweet moments in movies. I'm like, aww. Um, and I love chick flicks, and I love kids. And, I mean, I have an open heart, believe me. I love my animals, kind of people. But just marrying the two, marrying the emotional side of a cause, this is a first for me. This is huge. Anyway, it has a bunch of other cool things on here, but that's, that's the cavalry because that – that reinforced what I'm doing in such a way. And, and he's one of the cavalry. In other words, so, these, so now people are coming into my life and, and my space that, that are just connecting with me and reinforcing me and helping me just feel like I've got support, really. feel like I have emotional support and... and um, in addition to the other sport, but right now it's it's really the energetic, emotional stuff coming in. The other thing that happened is um, I called. I was it was hot. I was roaring yesterday about the whole like I got on a got on my soapbox. I was like Mitch O'Connell, he's treasonous. Arrest him for treason. I posted that everywhere with information about the whole shutdown and why he is holding our country hostage. One man. Anyway, um, I was on a rant. I was roaring. The lioness was loud and proud yesterday. And uh, I called you know, my senators, and I called my representative, Andy Levin, whose coffee thing I went to on Monday. And I had met at that coffee thing, I met one of his assistants. Um, I'll have to, I forgot her name and her exact title, but she's like, she's like his, like, key like coordinator between him and the community um 
and she's phenomenal. She's super sweet, big smile, Indian descent. Um, and anyway, I started saying, hey, thanks for his support of opening the government without the wall. And, uh, and my suggestion is to send McConnell to prison for treason. So anyway, we got talking because um, I said, oh, I'm the one that you were talking to in the corner by the window at the coffee shop. So she knew, you know, it was me. And, uh, and we just got talking and talking about like sort of the spiritual side of the, like doing what you feel is right and trying to stay positive even when there are all people, opponents around you, especially her. She's got to field phone calls from both sides, you know, critics and supporters alike. And she does it just with this calming, um, empathetic energy. And so we talked for quite a bit. And she was telling me their office was going to be opening up in another week or two right across from the tech center, which is sort of ironic because they're going to be in the Comerica building. That's the, I think Comerica Securities was there for years. I don't know if that's who's there now, but I know exactly where that building is. You can look right out on the tech center um, uh, across Van Dyke. Just north of 12 Mile. A lot of a lot of my time was spent on 12 Mile. I have this this is a side story. I have I have some like magnetic connection to 12 Mile Road because when I was in high school, I worked at the McDonald's. Or no, was that at 14? Maybe that one was at 14. But I spent a lot of my life at Macomb Community College, 10 years of it. Uh, no, eight eight years going to classes there. Because um, I did the first two years of my bachelor's, took me eight years at Macomb, and then I transferred to University of Michigan, Dearborn, go blue! And that took me the last two years to finish out that four-year, four-and-ten degree. <laughs> but I got it done. Um, and so I spent a lot of time there at 12 Mile. And then I worked for five years at the Comerica building at 12 Mile and... Uh, Grossbeck, and Grossbeck is, must be German for ugly street because it is just a ugh, yucky industrial area. Anyway, spent a lot of time there. Um, and then when I lived in, was, uh, lived in Berkeley for 10 years or so, we lived right off 12 Mile, and now I am half a mile from 12 Mile, so, and I've been living here since 2006. 2019. Uh, it's 2019. So going on 13 years here. Uh, so there's some magnetic connection between me and 12 Mile Road. There's just been a lot of times where um, wherever I'm supposed to be, it always is near or at right on 12 Mile Road, which is kind of cool. Hold on, I gotta take a water break. Blub, blub, blub. <clears throat> so anyway, I felt like, oh, we were talking about her office and Eleven's office. So I, she said, oh, as soon as we get the office open, you need to come and, and visit. Come and see us. And I said, I am going to come and see you, and I'm going to bring this chart, and we're going to talk about opportunity guides for his constituents. It'll be tons of fun. And I could just tell that, like, she was so, such a kindred, energetic spirit. And I felt like another cavalry, I didn't realize it until this morning when I was thinking through today's topic, and I'm like, I've been getting all this reinforcement. So then story number three, recent story number three, as opposed to backstory number, I don't know, 25. <laughs> this has been a walk, a treadmill walk down memory lane. <laughs> um, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> Cough lane. Hold on, another water break. Er, gotta move the headphones. Sorry. Sorry, sorry. Gotta get some water. So then, yesterday, when I was all hot and fired up, I was like, not only do we need to arrest McConnell for treason, but we need to barricade the Senate building. And they can't, the senators cannot come out until they've passed a fair 
bill to reopen the government get this thing back this is crazy this is people are just in this country they're so deadened to um, things it doesn't even phase them like their their sense of right and wrong is so deluded I think because they watch so many things that are violent and it really just it really deadens your sensitivity to inequities in the world that's my opinion my soapbox opinion about that um, so what was I talking about oh yeah, yeah, yeah. so I got this idea Ooh, I'm gonna go to Washington for the next I don't know three days and I'm in in 80 hours I'm gonna get the Senate open back up we're gonna change the world in 80 hours I'm gonna go to Washington DC and I'm gonna get other people to barricade this Senate building or maybe just surround it and have a show of people force and that was where my head was at I was fired up I was seriously I was seriously starting to take steps like I don't care how I'm gonna do I'm just gonna go to Washington I'll start with the idea that I'm gonna go to Washington and see who else wants to come with me figure it out when we get there and I called, so I thought, oh, hey, I had this lady who stayed here at my house when I had the Airbnb room. She was like the second person that stayed here. And she was from Washington, D.C. She drove all the way from Washington, D.C. to Detroit to check out the D. She always heard about it, and her dad had told her that, hey, it's not that far of a drive. Um, so she got in her car and came for a weekend and checked things out in the Motor City. And she's super nice. And her first name is Magic okay like how synergistic is that and I thought and she's right in DC she's right on I forget what it's called anyway she's right there and she's lived there her whole life so I'm like I'm gonna call her I'm gonna tell her my crazy idea so I call up well I, I uh, messaged her and said hey she had a couple of questions thinking about a trip to DC had a couple of questions she's like sure you know let me know can I call you <laughs> she said yeah so I called her right then and uh, told her my crazy idea and she's like oh my god that sounds like a great idea this is stupid I can't believe you know we don't we're not represented here in Washington DC we don't have any representatives and everybody comes into town and they protest and they leave and they forget all about us and I'm like that's crazy so anyway she and I were just sharing our thoughts on I just felt like I was heard you know at the end of the day she's like I'm not sure she said what usually happens is that people get protest you know they protest and they're they're arrested and then it's on your record and you're you know you get in the news but then you get this record for life I'm like okay all right all right maybe I'll calm down about that idea so we got just got talking and she shared some good videos with me about shutdown and I think I got her fired up I'm like yes roar! and uh, so so today I see this post on the Royal Democrats Facebook page. There was a group there at the Senate in the, I guess there's like an atrium in this building and they're, they're staying there. They're staying there till the shutdown's done. I'm like, I was energetically aligned with you all. You are my energetic cavalry. You people are doing what I was thinking. I was sending vibes and there you were doing it. I mean, must have been picking up vibes from them. So they're actually in the building. Somebody had sent some footage. So they're camping out. So it's another organization that from their Facebook page and their website seem pretty organized. So they're going to get added to my Dream 100 list of how people can get involved with them. Um, so yeah, it's been fun. It's been a ton of fun to just learn about these other groups and what they're doing and know that somebody, see, that's this is exactly one of the things from connect with like-minded people is that you start to without I didn't have to go to Washington I didn't have to inconvenience myself I didn't have to I just I connected with this other person who lives there we connected like-minded people we're talking we were commiserating we both felt heard that was me and magic we we're doing the magic conversation and then and then I get this information that there are other people doing this. It's not, no one of us has to take all of this on. Everybody is doing different things. And that is the power of connecting with these, because I wouldn't have seen that video otherwise, okay? This stuff is not 
you're not seeing this in the news, right? They're not, it's not coming up on my Facebook feed. People aren't, you know, sharing it widely. It, I was in one small blurb in Royal Democratic Facebook page, and I blasted it out to everybody today, everybody else that I, well, I haven't blasted it out to everybody, that I blasted out the, you know, arrest McConnell, although I might, I just kind of busy today. So, because today is a, today's kind of a hectic day. I've got this meeting at 10, um, probably last, I'm guessing an hour or so, till 11, I'll be home by 11.30. Lori Kitty has been throwing up a little frequently, like every every two days or something. So it's almost time for her six-month blood work at the vet anyway. So I got my appointment moved up, and I'm going to take her over there. I think that's at 2.30. And then tonight is my first live. Sorry, I'm drifting to the left onto the treadmill, um, off the treadmill, off the tread. Instead of off the grid, I'm trying to get off the tread. Don't get off the tread. Don't get off the tread. Isn't that a bad expression? Like, oh, I feel like I'm on a treadmill. Today I feel like I'm on a treadmill and it's awesome. This is exactly where I want to be because I'm getting my exercise in and I am sharing with you all here on the podcast and the Facebook Live. Woohoo! It doesn't get any better than this. Bring on the treadmill. I love it because it is freaking freezing outside and icy because it got 40 degrees yesterday and now it's going to be like in the teens and then the high in a week the high temperature for the day is like zero so this is you know typical january for us don't 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 feel sorry for us we have beautiful summers and the nice thing about deep freezing temperature for those of you that are not here in michigan or for those of you who may be transplants it kills big bugs i love that part about it so we don't have big bugs like they do in the south and we don't have like poisonous snakes and I mean I think we have maybe one poisonous snake and we got that brown recluse poisonous spider but not like in the south the south they got like or the uh, southwest they got you know scorpions and snakes and stuff that'll kill you like just wandering around regularly it's craziness they got those palmetto bugs that I found in my apartment right before I moved out of Texas that thing will send you back up north in a hurry. This, every time that I even think for a second about, ah, oh, winter, I'm like, yes, winter, it's killing all the bugs. <laughs> Not all of them, but the big ones. They got to hibernate, so they grow a lot slower. That's the beauty of being up here. <laughs> Skeetos and stuff like that, they're all dead. Oh, I found a spider in my car yesterday. It was... I was putting some food in the went grocery shop and put some food in the back seat and I opened my back door and there right there on my seat is a spider and I was I took my I took my hand and my glove my gloved hand and I smacked that thing dead and Paul hates it when I kill spiders he's like spiders they eat the bad bugs I'm like the spiders are not allowed in certain places where I can see them my car is one of them and my house I have told the spiders energetically over and over again you can stay here in my car and in my house as long as I don't see you or feel you touching me if that's if you can agree to that we're good other than that you gotta live outside uh, I'm not gonna kill you while you're outside although I did yeah I did take the hose to this one monstrous one that was on my living on my porch it kept making this web that was like I have a uh, uh, covered porch but not enclosed and so on the one side of the porch like the short side of the porch it was like this web was like covering like that whole, almost that whole opening and this spider was huge it was I mean it was just enormous and I'm like got the hose because I'm like it just I don't know it creeped me out I'm sure it was a bug eating machine and Whatever, it just frightened me. <laughs> That's all there is to it. Maybe I'll outgrow that. Maybe I'll, I don't know. I did it. That's my confession for today. Is that it? Is that the only cavalry that's been showing up? <laughs> I think so. I think so. Paul was helpful. He looked over some of my uh, things for the deliverables for the webinar. Um, not for the webinar, but for the um, 
offer that I'm making, which that's that's why today's going to be crazy because I have the live webinar, and if people click on and they want to take my offer, um, I got to have that all ready to go. Like I've got to have that <clears throat> automation all set up, and most of the deliverables are ready, but I don't have all that automation set up yet. I've got, uh, I guess maybe half of it. But there's work to be done, and I'm going to have to do that like before the vet, after the vet, sometime between now and 8 o'clock tonight. I'm hoping I'll have some people on the webinar. Uh, there are, I don't know, six or seven people that signed up. Um, and hopefully the reminder emails went out. I set up that automation. Ooh, fingers crossed. Otherwise, maybe nobody will be on it. I should do, oh, you know what I need to check? I need to check my laniaeasyadvocacy.com email address because that <clears throat> I haven't set that email address up yet with my laptop and my phone so that the any emails that come there pop up so I actually have to go to um, my email um, host and actually check it there so I gotta do that because if anybody who you know got my free download if they emailed me I need to respond to that so until I set that up it's on my to-do list until I set that up to automate to alert me when I have emails, I gotta check that at least once a day. Mental note. What else? Let's see. Mm -hmm. I think that's it. Is that it. How much time do we have? What do you want to talk about? What's going on with you all? You need to comment and. Let me know what you want to hear more about, any questions you have about the podcast. So I'm excited about the uh, webinar tonight. I'm circling back with Veg Michigan. They took a look at my demo um, video. They had some questions. Um, I mean, I'm prepared to do whatever they want me to do. If they want me to do no sales pitch, I can do no sales pitch. If they want me to... Um, do something else, I don't, whatever. I mean, they're giving me an opportunity to get my face, my face and my company name in front of people. Uh, that's fine. That is so fine with me. I do need to change my website because right now the website has all the old clunky um, product offerings and people are seeing my name as like, as I'm, especially before, um, before the beginning of February because the Royal Oak Democrats are going to put my information like that I'm going to be their speaker in March and I gave them a little blurb. I gave them my blurb to include in my professional headshot. I feel like a rock star. I'm creating my rock stardom. It's fun to create your own rock stardom because we're all rock stars in our own special way. So why not own it? <clears throat> so He's going to put that in there, and when he does, people are going to go out and check out Grow Your Advocacy. And so I want on that first big um, video or that first big graphic, I want that to send them to the webinar, not to a, not to a free download because the free downloads are going to be specific for audiences like right now, the vegans. And uh, oh, the other thing I got to do today or maybe tomorrow is... I think I was going to add another video, add a video to the webinar registration page to try and boost the registrations for that. Um, so my audience, um, my Facebook audience, is going to be the men vegans only because they're the ones who um, clicked on the free download much more often than the ladies. I think the the text and the story that I told just didn't resonate so much with the ladies. And uh, no, no reason to spend time um, trying to correct that right at the moment when I have an audience that's working really, really effectively. The um, leads were, uh, or which is the number of people that uh, click on and uh, take the download, the free download, which means I get their email address onto my mailing list or onto my list because I haven't been mailing them anything um, because I don't want to annoy them. I don't want them to unsubscribe. I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure no one unsubscribes from me. I want to treat them nicely so that they like staying as someone on my list. Um, what was I going to say? 
Okay, so I'm going to send the Facebook ad, this, this weekend's Facebook ad. It's going to go to the men vegans. Oh, because they were 55 cents a lead, whereas the women were like a buck 40, buck 50, um, too expensive. So, because I, because I can get three, three men on my list for the price of one of the ladies with that particular ad um, is how that was, that was working. So, uh, why would I do that? Like, if I can get three times as many people over the same Facebook ad price, I'm going to do it. And then I'll fix, try and fix the other one later so I can get the ladies to it. You want it to be like ideally less than a dollar a lead, um, uh, a download basically. Um, and it's not yet. So, uh, so I'm going to do that and that takes them to the register. Oh, they like the video. Even though they didn't watch the video, it was like it caught their attention. So um, the video ad's going to go out to the men, vegans in Michigan. And uh, then the page that has the webinar offer, um, I have a photograph of me there, but I need to put a video there um, of, yeah. Because the download um, opt-in rate is pretty high. Um, I may, maybe I'll put a photograph there. I was thinking about that because if they're getting, it was the, it's the same video in the ad as is on the, the page for the download, which just seems really redundant. And now that I know that I'm just going to run a Facebook ad with the video, I should run the, I should put the next page that they see as a photograph. And then, and then if they take the download, then they'll go to the next page, which is going to be a video. So it'll be like video, photo, video. That sounds good. That sounds like a good plan. That's my plan, and I'm going to stick with it. So what that means is that I need to shoot a video either today when I have makeup and hair done or um, tomorrow. So I should do that today. Boy, that's another thing I have to cram in because I don't even, I don't really have a um, script yet for the video, although um, I've been modeling it after one of runs, run, Russell Brunton, no, oh, no, that's not the right video, though. His was the offer video. Darn it. Um, uh, that takes some time. Maybe I'll just work on that tomorrow because that's the, today I have to have everything ready for the webinar and ready for, if anybody buys the offer. That's got to be my top priority. I can't really, can't really focus on the Facebook ad until tomorrow. That's my story, and I'm going to stick with it. So let's see. Let's go through the categories. Emotional, we already talked about that. All main thing today was energetic cavalry. Family, I talked to my parents. Oh, that's a cute story. I talked to my parents. Um, I had bought, maybe I told this story. I think I told it on the podcast about the nuts and the shells. Maybe. Hey, who's on my live? I don't know how these screens work. It shows one attending. Maybe that's me. Anyway, if someone's out there, I don't know which screen to get to. So, hi. Family, financial, fun. Paul and I watched a great video last night. It was uh, Colette. Um, excellent video about a French, uh, female French author and lifelong learning. Oh my God, that's every day. Um, physical health. I'm here now. I got my uh, Eat Your Greens smoothie that I'm going to drink up after this. It's yummy. It's got lots of fruit stuff in it. Grocery shopped yesterday. I shopped Nutra Foods first. Well, that's what I could do. How much time do we have? We have five minutes. I'm going to whip through. Let's see. I'm going to whip through the calendar. See what I'm doing. Okay, shop Nutra Foods first. Did it. Ten-minute Reiki. Um, eh, not as consistent. Um, most days, um, Oh, you know what? I did Reiki last night because I did the Reiki share. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, share from abundance. I have been doing following a budget. Yep, I updated all that stuff. I was waiting. What was I waiting for? I had a few minutes I was waiting in line or something like that, and I updated my, my budget so I know exactly where I'm at tracking-wise. I checked my account and everything. Woo Take the workout of workout. Here I am. I'm double time. I'm making this fun, doubly fun, walking with you all. Seek first to understand. Yep. Trying to ask, ask, ask. Scrapbooking, uh, scrapbooking. That one has fallen by the wayside. Maybe this weekend. 
stay curious. I am curious. Uh, schedule it? Yep. If I schedule it, it happens. Uh, where you are, just start. Oh, examples of that every single day. V6 a day keeps the doctor away. I did buy groceries yesterday so I can make my V6. And uh, I've been trying to do that every day, every other day. Um, and, and using it for two days worth of servings instead of one day. Uh, and that makes me happy. Cherish every gift. I do. I do need to write out my thank yous still. That's in a little pile waiting to happen. Again, that might be this weekend. Let's see. Hot potato calls to action, which I have been doing. I hot potatoed the ones about call your senators, call your representatives, tell them to get the government reopened. Um, gratitude like there's no tomorrow. Uh, I've been trying to say thank you for a lot of stuff. I think there's always room for more of that. Uh, expect free will. Yep, <clears throat> definitely. Other people are going to do what they're going to do. Hook story, call to action. I've been trying to practice that. How, how to get stuff done. Most powerful word. Yeah, like how, how am I going to get this Facebook ad done? And how am I going to get this um, um, webinar ready? And how am I going to generate sales from it? And how am I going to have all the stuff in the sales offer done? And how am I going to come up with a one-time offer upsell? All these things. How, how, how. And it really does open the brain. It's beautiful. Uh, the Dream 100, I continue to keep adding as I connect with these groups. And I got to talk with um, uh, the women from uh, Indivisible a couple of times now. So they should be ripe and ready for getting the opportunity guide that I'm going to send them. Constitution meditation I've been doing um, as part of my 10-minute Reiki challenge check-in. Oh, that was the 14th. That's all I did. Oh, okay. Well, today, another challenge check-in. Uh, courageously ask for what you want. I have been. Um, flip your fears around. I have been. Actually, I've been doing that energy work. And I, I have to tell you, I have noticed a huge difference in how I think we're going over our... No, not yet. Thought we were going over our hour. We have 56 minutes in here. Four more minutes, we can get it done. Oh, the live says 57, so I'll watch these clocks. We'll get it done. Flip your fears around. Um, I'll tell you the Reiki share. I have noticed a distinct difference in the time I started asking for um, Reiki on the Wednesday distance Reiki share um, on my business and personal. Man, that is powerful stuff. And I did it last night. I gave Reiki. To everybody else who needed it too, and they sent me Reiki. Uh, let's see, why take imperfect action? Ooh, because it's better than no action, and it gets you there. If I was telling Paul yesterday, I'm like, if I'd have waited again until I had all my stuff ready for this webinar and the sales page ready and whatever, it'd be months. I mean, it just, I just had to say, okay, here's the day, here's the webinar. Got it, one thing at a time. What's got to be ready to do this? Okay, let's get that done. What's got to be ready for this next step? It's got to be ready for this next step. And by the end of when I need it, it'll get done. Uh, show. What is this? Oh, when you get the chance, you have to take it to make a snow angel. Um, it Well, it just uh, it was rainy yesterday, and it's all icy out there now. So, But if I get a chance, I'm going to. Uh, why you should make space for your future to fill. Wow, is that this de the desk clean? Oh my gosh, it's just been, whew, it's been amazing. I just feel like so much better as I'm working. It's that zen, it's that uh, feng shui or whatever. And this space, how I've created it in here now with the, where the treadmill is and where this little couch area is and how I reconfigured my desk area. It just, I can just feel the flow of creative energy. It's beautiful. So yeah, make space for your future to fill in. Um, be clear on your why. Why you have to be clear on your why. I just love what Asa said where, you know, you share that with someone else and so that they can be a witness to you and acknowledge that. And, man, I got to do that more. I got to connect with people who want to do that. Okay, and then, yeah, the last one was uh, hell yes, hell no, and what to do with the in-between. Gosh, that was really helpful, uh, actually timely, because one of the deliverables that I had to do, we got 30 seconds, um, had to do with having conversations with people and well, what to say to them. And so I did the columns of, 
if you know this information and the person you're talking to is a not sure um, or the person is a hell, well, I put heck, heck no, it's over here. Um, so that, yeah, just having that perspective. So 10 seconds left. I just want to tell you how much I appreciate you all listening. Comment, like, and share. Go be courageous today. I know you can. Namaste.